0: And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q and A's and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. My head is spinning. How is my head, my gigantic head, still on the top of my thin pencil neck geek of a neck? Because the wrestling world is blowing up. This may be the busiest news week in wrestling in oh, yes. years yes. years rick Uccino is with me i am kev Kellum. this is our weekly deeper dive than everything else we do the rest of the week we go even deeper because we roll you up for the inside cradle rick we're talking the rock we're talking the rock today the rock is coming back are you do you feel it you feel the electricity in the air it's not static cling,
1: dude it's too much it's too much andrew's <laughs> air- andrew's arian drop that news today that he's I, I, I forget his exact wording whether it was penciled in or he's hes going to be back at Survivor Series in some way shape or form it is this, the 25 years since his debut in WWE which was at Survivor Series and I, I saw that today I literally tweeted at him I'm like dude stop no you couldn't have sat on this <laughs> for like a week I mean I get it you can't it's too much man It's—it's it's, there's too much going on right now punk, in wrestling punk, uh, we, we, punk Brian on top of Freaking Goldberg, Cena, Keith Lee, Finn Balor. I, what? <laughs> I forgot about Goldberg. I forgot I, about Goldberg. dude. I feel, I feel like Charlie and Always Sunny. Like where he's doing that, like you know that meme, that meme where he's going crazy because he's trying to figure everything out. That's where I'm at right now. I'm like, just All stop. Right. Just All stop. Right. And We're... based off of our reputation, like you know, we stop recording at like 4 p.m. Eastern every Thursday, and usually at something 14, else is gonna break we're gonna go into this
0: hour-long conversation that you're listening or watching to right now and rick and i based on today just today all right you and i had a run sheet three hours ago that was completely different than the one that we have to go through today we're gonna get in all of it because we have to do our branding that we're already two minutes into the show with why, why not why not oh, let's take a deep breath because this is sports gear wrestling this is the inside cradle watch out watch out watch out watch out Watch out, watch out, watch out, because the news is going to break. Are you telling me there's another news story right now? No,
1: no, 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 no. I, before we go any further, before we do our deep dive in anything, I have to mention, folks, you got four hours left. If you're listening to us right now when we go on That's the right. air, four hours left, go to my Twitter page, at Rick R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O. For those who are listening on the uh, podcast feed, look at my pinned tweet. You have four hours left to register to win two tickets to Monday Night Raw in Cincinnati, Ohio at the Heritage Bank Center, September 27th. That is the very next night after Extreme Rules, which is in Columbus. That is going to be a big fallout show. If you're anywhere in the greater Cincinnati area or feel like driving down, I'm going to Cleveland tomorrow. It's a four hour drive. It's not that big of a deal, guys. So if you're anywhere in the state of Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, West Virginia, if you're within driving distance. Mm -hmm. You have a chance to win two tickets, you have to register, you have to follow the directions in my pinned tweet by midnight tonight, Eastern Standard Time. Actually, I'll even extend it out to the West Coast. Midnight out on the West Coast if you want to come in from that far. But Mm -hmm. tomorrow morning, I'm drawing at random the winner, and I'll announce at 11 a.m. on my Twitter page. So you're running out of time to register, so get on there and do that.
0: Go ahead and do that. Follow that on uh, Rick's Twitter page. Of course, that does connect to our Twitter page. We are very, very close to our Twitter follower goal. If you haven't done it already, uh, kudos to our main man in social media department, Mike, for uh, for helping us out and building up such a good platform here. Are we the biggest? No, but we're covering the biggest stories with the biggest passion. That's what this show is about here on Thursday nights. Uh, Let's get into it. The Rock, the biggest movie star in the world, and that is... uh, almost verifiably true, and I'm saying the world. A lot of people say, oh, well, he was in this, and that movie was sort of a die." I know he's super popular, but is he? No, he is. In the world, in terms of bankable talent, internationally at the box office, The Rock is right up there, and he is set for what is going to be a highly anticipated return to wwe reportedly from andrew zarian our good old man uh the best eyebrows in wrestling media if you ever ask me all right how do how do i get him? how do i get them those are impressive i mean that i mean that in a good way I'm, I'm, i know i'm joshing here but well, we're andrew. gonna have
1: to get him on the show one of these days just so you can tell him that in person
0: <laughs> they're impressive dude i'm just like wow wow uh the rock is returning to WWE. Now, this lines up with a lot of what we've been hearing, Uh, a lot of different things. The Rock was talking about doing something. The Rock has said he does want one more match, and likely that would be with his nephew, Roman Reigns. Now, that language, we're talking that language was in 2019. He was saying stuff like that. All right. Now, you have a whole different Roman Reigns, and his nephew has become a whole different star, and maybe even bigger than he's ever been during the pandemic era. There's never been a more reinvented character in WWE than Roman Reigns in the pandemic era. And he is a villain. And what greater hero to come back and defend his family's honor while this guy browbeats his cousins on, on national television is their uncle. Uh, and this would also line up with The Rock's 25th anniversary of his WWE debut in New York City. Uh, and this would be at Survivor Series, which is also, as Zarian reports, going to be at the Barclays Center. Uh, it's worth noting, WWE will have a big event in the New York City market prior to this with a SmackDown airing from Madison Square Garden, the Mecca of Professional Wrestling, in the fall prior to this event in November. No specific date, but The Rock, Barclays Center, Survivor Series, a lot of people are going to buy tickets to this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the, the question is, what is he going to be doing? Because Andrew does not say that he's going to be wrestling at Survivor Series. Just says he's going to be at Uh, this year's Survivor Series so is it enough if it's if it's just an appearance is that enough to get people in there um the question is will they try to hold it before
0: 10 years ago he did he did all those promos and they he would come in and give somebody like a rock
1: bottom do some storyline stuff and set up matches and sure I think his last actual technical match was against Eric Rowan like didn't he have like a, a 30 second match where he gave him a rock bottom and a people's elbow and he pinned him and that was it um, uh,
0: and he did the appearance for WWE in the first SmackDown on Fox, uh, yeah, and, you know, which I believe was the
1: last time, right? That was the, last, that was the last, time. last time he was in WWE. Yeah. Um, so I mean, man, whatever he does, I think it's, it, it is going to be big enough, obviously to draw him in. The, the Rock is that huge. People have that big of an affection for him. Uh, even young wrestling fans know who he is, even if they've never, you know, actually seen him perform. Heck, there might be fans out there who are like, wait, Dwayne Johnson was a wrestler and he's going to be at survivor series. Oh, I know he's uh, a wrestling. Yeah, I, once, I saw him in, I saw him in Jungle Cruise. He's a wrestler. <laughs> exactly. There's gonna be that young fan base. There's gonna be that young fan base who are gonna look at their dads and go, Oh, you weren't lying to me. He really wasn't <laughs> in WWE. Um, so this is gonna be big. And honestly, you know, this is probably the biggest counterpunch that WWE can offer, uh, considering the other news that we have heard this yes. week with daniel bryan reportedly 100 signed in to aew i know that has to make you uh ecstatic because you are a big daniel bryan guy so i'm a yeah, huge uh,
0: daniel bryan guy i'm really pumped for this news
1: this yeah. is this
0: for me it's just i'm just a daniel bryan mark he's my all-time favorite wrestler i've seen him wrestle in vfw halls in gymnasiums arenas and stadiums i've seen it all and i don't think there's a better wrestler in the world i don't think there's a better storyteller bell to bell i think he's the closest thing. Since Bret Hart, in terms of like his gimmick, is that he's just a great wrestler and everyone buys into it. And there's been other people who have tried that that type of character and it doesn't work. Uh, but him, it works. You he is a good person. And when he's evil, it's because he still thinks he's a good person. You right. Know? Exactly. Right. And um, and also he's just evolved. Uh, what a movie or what a coup by all eat wrestling to get him. Uh, Dave Meltzer big Papa Dave Meltzer reporting this uh, this follows up with some news that we heard in the past weeks that Daniel Bryan was no longer in conversations with WWE creative boards. He was uh, also out of the realm of different names that were tossed to merchandise and licensing partners that WWE is working with. Uh, there was some talk early in the summer that he would return and that WWE is trying to make some big pitches that also lines up with conversations that WWE reportedly had with New Japan Pro Wrestling about trying to make some type of partnership. That would allow Daniel Bryan to do what he really wants to do what he's been verbal about. He wants to have matches with people he's never had matches before, and he wants to have a big match in New Japan, likely in the Tokyo Dome. Uh, and he can do that, obviously, in all Elite wrestling.
1: Yeah, this man for a company that leans so heavily on their veterans, WWE has let some big ones slip away. Uh, since AEW has, has come into uh, fruition here. And this one, and I don't think this is so much against WWE. Like, I don't think this is Daniel Bryan. It's got to hurt, though. It, I mean, it, it, hurt. It, it, no, no, yeah. no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, this is a major loss for WWE. Hands Massive. On. Top babyface, men's babyface in the company. Gone. Gone. Miracle worker. WrestleMania
0: WrestleMania main eventer.
1: Yeah, this is a guy you have leaned heavily on since WrestleMania 30, for crying out loud! Even when he was out of action, you still leaned heavily on him. You made him an on-screen general manager. You made him a talk show host. You used him uh, to the best of his abilities, and then he came back and he he main evented WrestleMania again uh, for you guys. This is he a WWE champion again um this is a guy that you have leaned heavily on he is a major star he was your top baby face on smackdown when roman reigns beat him and he went bye-bye and his contract expired mm-hmm. so this is a major loss that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is i don't think this is daniel bryan and again i don't know for sure i don't think this is daniel bryan saying you know flipping the middle finger to this is all on the great work that aew is doing and opening up the, the the forbidden door and bringing in and just working collaboratively with all these different companies with impact with new Japan, doing doing the things whatever. that ww won't do right you know? or, or at least to this point yeah they can, they can sit here and say hey we're open for business but are you really because we haven't seen it we haven't seen and uh, any kind of collaborative effort whatsoever ex- except for companies that you've beaten bought and that was 20 years ago so well, I mean,
0: they've done it in Europe. You can say they did it with progress and IWC to a much, much smaller scale. Right. And the whole purpose of this new Japan conversation, which our very own Sid gave me a ton of crap about, because we were arguing about whether or not it was legitimate. I spoke to people that said legitimately to me that like, yes, WWE and new Japan were talking within the last year. All right. And the big, a big portion of that deal was, can we figure out a way for Daniel Bryan to go there? And can we trade some talent and do some things here? And some of it was based on the predication of the pandemic. All right, we you yeah. you have some TV ready guys that we could use. We have some guys we can send over you, and that sounds that's a very big thing for WWE to do. Is that off the table? I don't know. But Daniel Bryan's in AEW, and I think that's the biggest thing. The time frame for him to show up in All Elite Wrestling is also even bigger. I think you 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 can't mess up this moment. As you saw what John Cena showing up here at the end of uh, money in the bank. You have to do it a very specific way and you got to protect the secret. Now the secret's out. Daniel Bryan's going to AEW. Now it's just a matter of when is he showing up? Right. Can that moment live up to the expectations? Uh, are we going to hear the final countdown? Is he Brian Danielson? I assume he is. I was going uh,
1: sure to be that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so the talk is that he's going to show up at Arthur Ashe stadium this will be the biggest live non WWE crowd since 1999 for professional wrestling in North America. And it will be in the shadow of New York city. Uh, and that is the time frame for him to make his debut. Uh, that's is that before or after that's before or after all out. Am I correct? Which, which date again? I'm sorry. The grand slam show in New York city. Am I correct? I'm, I'm trying to think of dates here off the top of my head.
1: What, what, what's the date of the grand slam
0: show? Uh, I think it's August, uh, September, September. Um, well,
1: because all out is uh, September 5th. So, this would be
0: after. This this be so would be, after. be after.
1: all out. By the way, coming to or excuse me, dynamite coming to Cincinnati for the first time ever uh, on the eighth. Just right after that, I know uh, John Moxley is uh, excited about that. My fellow Cincinnati. Uh, brethren, uh, he's, uh, he's excited to come back home and bring dynamite to Cincinnati. So I'm going to try to get, uh, on the horn with him. and Sorry for
0: the lack of prep. Your AEW dynamite grand slam going down September 22nd at yep. Arthur Ashe stadium in Queens, New York, just, you know, New York city, basically you're in the, in the yeah. shadow of it here. So that is the destination for him to return.
1: That, that uh, would be, that would be, if you could do that on that day. Imagine that cuz it's not just Daniel Bryan we're talking about either.
0: No, we're going to we're going to uh, go to the next guy here.
1: We we could be talking about maybe 3 weeks after CM Punk showing up in Chicago at All Out. Now, that's not that's not a guarantee. He's in talks to be looking for an in-ring return. This was a uh, Fightful Select report. Uh Sean Rossap was the first one to break the internet yesterday. Uh when when he when he dropped that I I literally I I sent him a DM. I'm like, dude, are you trying to break the <laughs> ending internet right now? We, we,
0: we we've had a major it. shortage of. Uh, there's been a major shortage of some uh, major websites across the internet today. And I I I'm gonna say, if your Google's not working, you can personally blame Sean Rosett for that.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, because it has been. It didn't take long at all uh, for that news to be everywhere. Now, he's not saying that uh, this is a done deal by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, He has not been able to confirm that with CM Punk uh, himself, uh, whether or not he's in talks. Uh, He did have another report out today that Punk was briefly in talks with Ring of Honor, but that uh, did not go anywhere. Uh, But he said he's looking at an in-ring return finally after, what, eight years now. Um, or seven years. 2014.
0: So. He has not been yeah. in the ring since well, Royal not, Rumble 2014.
1: So we're looking at seven and a half going on eight years uh, yeah. since he's last been in the ring. Last time we saw him, he was getting drugged out of the ring by Kane. Corporate Kane. Pantsuit Kane. That's the last time we saw CM Punk uh, in a wrestling ring, uh, except when he's had a, had a mask on and gave somebody a G, uh, go to sleep. Um, at, so, at, a,
0: at a beer hall. <laughs> at, a, at a beer in, hall. Wisconsin. At a
1: bingo hall. At the, uh, the AEW Beer hall. City Wrestling. Beer City Wrestling. So Uh, I mean, this would obviously be no, no disrespect to Daniel Bryan. This is, this will be the biggest name in the world. You could bring in right now. This, this absolutely. There are people out there who have been clamoring, who have been dying for him to get back into a wrestling ring. And if you can pull this off, if you can pull off both guys, imagine AEW within a few weeks, being able to bring in CM Punk, bringing in Daniel Bryan on top of Andrade Miro, Christian, Mark Henry, Big shot. into a problem here, Rick. No, we're not. I'm going to tell you what the problem is. Problem. We're getting into a problem with WWE yeah. because all of a sudden, if they bring in CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, you can't sit there and go, we don't view them as competition anymore. No. If they bring not. in CM yeah. Punk and Daniel Bryan, game on, folks. Game on. Because I guarantee you Dynamite will, st- again, now it's not head-to-head. Granted, it's not head-to-head. But I guarantee you, Raw or uh, Dynamite will start drawing bigger numbers than Raw on a regular basis. Not SmackDown, but Raw. Raw, correct. And and SmackDown might not be that far behind, to be completely honest with you. SmackDown's in the two millions. But you bring in a guy, you bring in Daniel Bryan and CM Punk on top of everybody else that you have brought in already. That is an incredible roster full of dream matchups. We've seen the good work that they've done. They've obviously got some red hot P1s which is your your main core audience. People love AEW no matter what they do, even if they do bad stuff. And WWE has them too, but it just feels like AEW is on fire right now. They're firing on all cylinders. They're, they get a pass. For, for
0: anyone who doesn't want to hear it, if you're a diehard AEW fan, you give them a pass for a lot of different things sure. that they do.
1: Sure, you do. But the and there's a thing lot of things true. they
0: do that are indulgent, and they do it a lot, but people give it a pass because they still get something from the show they really like. And is like that, but WWE may have wronged you enough where you're just like, all right. And also, what's the coolest thing in wrestling? It's cooler than anything we're talking about. The coolest thing in wrestling is to make fun of WWE as a company. Oh, and, sure. And, but and you it's, also it's, have
1: your you also have your WWE apologists who will sit sure. there and make up an excuse uh, for everything. For some reason, there and you see this in sports too. You you see. Like we get a lot of this in Cincinnati because you know we, we're we're bitching at uh, Bob Castellini, the the Reds owner, to you know open up his wallet and, and help improve this team. And you you will actually have people going to bat for millionaires sitting here saying, "Well, you know, last year was rough. They really don't have the money to go out and spend on people." You have people who will do that, who will defend billionaires, and you have those same people in uh, in WWE fans who want to hear a crazy idea. I
0: have you want to hear a crazy idea I got about this whole thing. If Punk comes back, you got to have him come back in Chicago, right? You can't
1: Absolutely. Just- Hands down. Yeah. That'll be the so- biggest pop in the history of wrestling. <clears throat> that will dwarf what Cena did. Okay. That money in the bank.
0: I'm going to piss some people off by saying this. <laughs> so I'm just going to put this out there. I like
1: I like I'm doing that cool. because
0: I'm an asshole, right? I'm going down my bull burrow road. Isn't that a sport? I like doing it because I'm an asshole. You know oh. the summer of Cena Tour oh, uh, but... we
1: actually tours? We, I'm sorry, real quick. We actually do have some breaking news. Are at you least,
0: serious? At
1: least it happened during the show. What? At least it happened during the show. Let me take the punk thing off. I don't get to do my CM Punk theory- theorization. No, you can. You can. We, we don't have a whole lot of time to dive into this. It, it shouldn't be that big of a shock, but Thunder Rosa is officially all elite. She has signed okay. a contract with AEW. The tweet went out just moments ago. She's there. She is all elite. I just wanted to bring that up. We did have a little bit of breaking news. Still gonna her,
0: she's still going to work in
1: stuff, right? I, I would assume so. Maybe. I mean, this is the, this is the of course, AEW can work with anybody. So, yeah, I would assume so. I would be surprised if she's not at, uh, at Empower, for sure. Um, And I've talked show, with yeah. a couple of people who say there could be some other AEW women at uh, Empower as well. So. That makes sense. All right. So, anyway, so, my, so
0: my, my theory about CM Punk here. Yes, go back. So everyone just think assumes going to go all the wrestling, right? right? But it's worth noting, our man Seth did not say he signed. He said the most likely destination right now in terms of who's out there and who could be creatively accommodating in terms of what he has stated he wants to do, in terms of have matches with people he hasn't had matches with. Yes. All those different things. I'm saying, yeah, I think it's going that way. But there's always, if we've, if we've learned anything in the last year, expect the unexpected. Don't think the theory. Oh, I was going to get Lesnar and Lashley. I I, I heard enough people talking on the internet, so it's going to happen. It doesn't always happen. No, right? It does not. Uh, we never knew Roman Reigns would come back. When Roman came back, blew everyone away last summer. Blew him away. All right? Yep. Now he's the biggest thing on the, on the planet. If WWE sees this news and they know they got the rock and they know they got these other unfinished things, Okay, their pitch is ton of money, ton of freedom, ton of creative control, come in and work a Brock Lesnar schedule. The Summer of Cena Tour is all set. John Cena is going to be at all these live events for WWE leading up to SummerSlam. Do you know which one he's not scheduled to appear on? August 2nd, All-State Arena in Chicago. That is the one he is not on. The one show he is not set to be at. And what game has WWE played with wrestling media in the in the past year, in the last year and a half? Putting some stories out that don't pan out. Yeah, putting out some stories—they're complete smoke screens. Something else. I would be stunned. August second. I would be absolutely. I'm not saying it's happening, and I'm not saying anyone off the blue line train in Chicago told me they saw CM Punk going to the All-State Arena. I mean, that's I'm not so- telling you.
1: Dude, that is so close. I di- There's no way they get a deal done that, that amount of time. I, I'm sorry. Crazier
0: things have happened.
1: Crazier things have happened. But what has CM Punk always said would take it to get him back in the ring? A boatload of money. A really big bag. So if Vince McMahon wants CM Punk and he hands Punk a blank check and Punk fills it out and Vince says, okay, he'll be back in WWE. But, but he's also got, everything I think everything else you can said. That money, he can get, I think he can get the type of money he wants in AEW. Yes. And they have so much more to offer. They have so much more the creative freedom, the, the, the wrestling with people that he actually wants to have matches with. That's the, that's one of the biggest issues I think for me, which is why AEW makes more sense is because he has openly said, look, there's not a lot of people in WWE I want to work with. He wants to work with people he hasn't worked with before. Yeah. And even if he goes to AEW, don't expect to match with John Moxley. At least he's not right it. away. Done it with he's, Jericho.
0: He's done he's Done, he's done that. I mean, oh, him, Omega, him and Omega. Him and Omega is a big match. And, yeah, he wants know.
1: to wrestle Kenny Omega. He wants to wrestle Jungle Boy. He wants to wrestle you know all these people that he hasn't. Will had
0: Osprey experience. do the New Japan thing? You know, he, he wants to do a big Tokyo Dome deal. I and think like, he
1: would work with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I, I think he would work with Daniel Bryan if or Bryan Danielson if they were both there. Hell, Probably. what if they debut together? that would be crazy. Dude, here's the other thing, right? So everybody's losing their mind when this news broke on Wednesday. Yeah, CM Punk coming back. And I think that would be great. I think it would be great. I would love to see CM Punk back. I was a big CM Punk fan. I'm not going to lie, though. My first thought. Oh, OK. So CM Punk's coming back. Possibly.
0: You think he's coming back to WWE? Like, you don't read the
1: article. and You're just like looking at the headline. and your no, first no, no, no. no say, make- I was like, OK, cool. He's coming back to wrestling. right? That sure. that was my thought. I'm sitting here thinking, like, OK, he's coming back to wrestling. That's cool. Yeah. Any chance he's bringing AJ Lee with him? Like, that's the first thought that came into my head. <laughs> I don't think I'm you're like, alone in that. I don't I'm think like, you're alone Okay, in that. cool. Sam Punk is great. Now you get AJ Lee back in the ring. Now we're talking. Dude, she had a big following. Was, There's was a lot of people that I loved AJ Lee. Huge AJ Lee fan. I was so upset when she retired. She's only 34. She's only 34. That's she think, awesome she's been gone story. since, what, 15? 15, 16? Yeah, it was one year. I think it was like one year after Punk left she retired she announced her retirement so she has been gone since she was like 27 28 years old That's a lot now of healthy she years that. she had she had some neck issues so mm-hmm. who knows if she's even physically healthy enough to compete who or knows if, to. If, if she or, or if she even wants to yeah. but she did, did do a punk book deal did. she did stay creative and active outside of stuff yeah, yeah. sure she's uh, i believe she's a best selling author so i mean she she has things going for her if punk comes back though and he's loving it Maybe the bug comes back. I don't know. Maybe there's a possibility, but I will say this much. A CM Punk return to wrestling means that we are. It's more likely we get an AJ Lee return to wrestling, which is what really makes me excited. And the second thing that popped into my head was, God damn it. I would love to see her face Britt Baker. Just like seriously, AJ Lee and Britt Baker. That's the first thing that popped into my damn head. I'm like, can we get that? Like, I want this now. Like, don't, don't give me hope. You're giving me can, hope.
0: Can I can I top? Uh, I don't know. I I can I top that theory that awful that awful theory I had of CM Punk returning to WWE in Chicago. Can I top that on today's show before we get out of here? Do you think I can do it?
1: Uh, maybe. Depends <laughs> on uh, what we got left down on the uh, on the so if you're still watching got, with we, us,
0: maybe I'll top it.
1: <laughs> we've spent 20 minutes talking about three dudes who yep. have not returned yet. We haven't even gotten into the five who have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the five or four? I lost count. It's four. Uh, that's it's been four a crazy months. week, dude. Friday, we had Finn Balor return. Fantastic. That is exactly the kind of guy that is needed on SmackDown who can plug into that void that Daniel Bryan left. This is something we've talked about on this show. Right now, they're filling it with Edge temporarily. But guess what? He's going to be gone after SummerSlam, most likely, just like with a lot of these guys that they're bringing back. Finn Balor's here for the long haul. He said in character he's coming back for that Universal Championship. That is Love a- it. That is a perfect, perfect top-level guy, a new, fresh face to go up against Roman Reigns. There's history there, at least with Finn Balor in that championship. Love it. But on top of that, so Friday you get Balor. Sunday, Money in the Bank, you get John Cena, who got one of the biggest pops. At the end of a great show, show by
0: the way. Yes. At the end of a fantastic show that WWE had. One of the best pay-per-views they've had all year.
1: Yes, hands down the crowd had a lot to do with it. The crowd was hot. Uh the men's money in the bank match, thank God we got to watch it. Thank God Peacock got their shit together uh because we missed. My god, man, all I wanted was that live crowd reaction like with that Rick Boogs entrance for Shinsuke Nakamura. I wanted to see that again and I didn't get That to was see not it. a WWE issue. If you no, if you got WWE in
0: network, you didn't have a problem with that. Oh, it was, it was peacock. only only peacock in the United States.
1: You got to love Pat McAfee though. He had the uh, he had the line of the night. Uh, <laughs> god, who was it? Somebody was somebody was like doing one of these in the ring and he was like, "He's fluttering like a peacock." <laughs> No, he's, he's guy, uh, I wonder if somebody wanted. gave him that line.
0: If somebody gave him that like pop in line uh, in his ear, but if uh, it, either way, awesome. uh lo- love I Pat McAfee. I bet he got a
1: talking to for saying that. I bet he got a talking to for Whatever. saying Whatever. that. Whatever.
0: Whatever. It was funny. Was so
1: damn good. He is so good at his damn job. John yeah.
0: Cena's back in WWE. Biggest pop you've ever heard all all year. Got to be the biggest one I've heard. Oh well, yeah.
1: We've only had live crowds for the, for like three weeks. Hang on. Hey, hang on. my mom's calling me. I got to be a good. Oh, s- what? Jeebus criminy. So, yeah, John Cena returns. You get the biggest pop in the world. Fans losing their mind all over the globe. He's back. He's coming after Roman Reigns. Monday night, he comes out, and he says, look, I'm coming after Roman Reigns for one simple reason. He's an asshole, and I think I need (laughs) to take him down a peg or two. Perfect. All I needed. I didn't need some long explanation. All I needed was John Cena Saying he's tired of Roman Reigns' shit and he's coming to knock his teeth out. That's all I needed. And I cannot. He says he's great.
0: He says he's great. The people tell him he's not great. I know I'm great because the people tell me I'm great. And like so, like that Walter Payton phrase, perfect phrase. uh, Remind me a little bit of The Rock, the way he was setting up certain things. He was grabbing something from pop culture and working into what he does. And uh, and but also like when he had to be serious, he could like turn the switch. Uh, it was just great. Also, they really utilized the John Cena celebrity name. He did a he did a video on his own in social media 10 minutes before Raw. Raw's in 10 minutes. I'm going to be on Raw in 10 minutes. Make the appointment. Get in front of your TV. Uh, John Cena's going to be on at Raw. John Cena's going to be on SmackDown. And you saw the rating. The overnight rating went up by nearly 20%. That is hundreds of thousands of extra people. Watch this show. WWE storming the demographics on Monday Night Raw, one of the most watched television shows WWE had uh, for the release Monday Night Raw uh,
1: this year. Yep, absolutely. And so, yeah, John Cena, home run. Uh, he's going to be here through SummerSlam, This the tour of Cena, Friday night. He's going to be in Cleveland. So am I, by the way. Uh, so stoked to be at a live event uh, again. I'm actually going to get to sit in the crowd uh, this time. WrestleMania, I was in the press box. This time I'm going to be amongst the people. That's uh, great. And- you excited? I'm stoked, dude! I'm absolutely stoked. You know, it still bothers me that I have to watch uh half the show uh on a TV screen. Oh, the, the big match.
0: Rolling Loud deal,
1: huh? Which, by the way, tomorrow night in Miami, Carmella, the most beautiful woman in all of WWE, mm-hmm. uh is going to be facing Bianca Belair. Speaking of well, Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship, I talked to Carmella today, and I'm going to give you a little nugget a Little nugget, a little taste of that interview. The full thing is going to drop tomorrow on the Sports Kid Wrestling YouTube channel, but uh, we uh, will play a little clip uh, with Carmella uh, coming up here in a few minutes. So, we had Finn Balor, we had John Cena, but wait, ladies and gentlemen, there's more. But each one of these next three guys comes with a little bit of controversy, and I don't For mean that. it, I don't mean in a controversy as like, oh, it's a bad thing that they're bringing these guys on, but each one of these things. You could, I'm going to do it. You could nitpick. You could absolutely nitpick a little bit. The the way they were brought back, the way they were brought back, the biggest surprise, the biggest surprise for me was Keith Lee. And I was so damn happy to see Keith Lee back this week, just as a lot of people were. We don't know why he was gone, but we haven't seen him since February uh, when he beat Matt Riddle back when Matt Riddle was still Matt Riddle and not just Riddle. Um, You know, and he, he was supposed to be in that, uh, United States Championship triple threat match where Riddle won the title uh, and he couldn't do it because of an injury. We haven't seen him since then. He comes back, faces Bobby Lashley in an open challenge, loses clean as a whistle. I know there are some people who didn't like that. Then they bring back Goldberg in that same segment. Here comes Bill Goldberg down to the ring to do his typical, you're the champ, I'm Goldberg, I'm next because I say so. Let's go. We're going to SummerSlam. A lot of people take issue with that. As do I, he got
0: a huge reaction when
1: he came out. People weren't sure he did. Well, we're gonna break down each one of these one by one. But then the one that I thought was the most egregious was you had Karrion Cross. Okay, Karrion Cross gets brought up to Monday Night Raw. The same Karrion Cross who the NXT K- champion, the NXT world champion carrion cross gets brought up, dominant in singles action, hasn't lost, beaten the likes of Adam Cole, Pete Dunn, Finn Balor. Uh, name him, the, the, the decimated Tommaso Ciampa within minutes. He's Johnny the Mark Roman Coppa, Reigns of NXT. The creme de la creme of NXT. He's decimated them all. Ruined them. Ruined Didn't everyone. Chance, nobody had a chance of beating this guy. This guy was unstoppable. And he's heading towards this massive collision with Samoa Joe, where we're going, oh, finally, Samoa Joe, the Samoan wrecking machine. That's the guy who's finally going to be able to out muscle Karrion Cross. But. In 90 damn seconds on Monday, they had Jeff Hardy beat Karrion Cross. Jeff Hardy, I get it. Former world champion, guaranteed Hall of Famer. This mother trucker lost to Shanky. Mom, two mom weeks ago. it's my
0: friend Rick. He's yelling about wrestling. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm on the phone with my mom again. My mom's this calling guy was, me again.
1: This guy was losing to Shanky. He was losing to Jinder Mahal in minutes. He lost to Elias. He lost to Jackson Riker. This ain't world champion Jeff Hardy. They give him his old theme song back and suddenly he can just beat this unstoppable monster in 90 damn seconds. What are we doing?
0: Well, here's the thing, Rick. He needs no more words and it, that empowers him.
1: Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. Way ah. to make everything. All the hard work that Triple H and everybody involved with NXT has put into building this guy up and just taking a massive shit on it. The aura is gone. The
0: aura is gone. I don't. Well, I, this I, this plays into news that we got from WWE uh, NXT this week. They are in a different schedule. Uh, their next two weeks of television uh, will be taped. All right, and the reason for that is they're moving over to sci-fi. Uh, and that's because they're going to be kind of preempted off of USA Network because of the Olympics, yeah, in uh, Tokyo, which are their own very uh, stressful thing at the moment, yeah. and so that's happening. So they taped a bunch of different things. It is reported by
1: WrestleZone.
0: Am I allowed to legally say that? Uh, so uh, WrestleZone. Spoiler alert!
1: Spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! If yeah. you do not want to know this, fast forward about five minutes. From now. No, 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 30 seconds.
0: It'll take really easy. Okay. Whatever. They, they're, they're doing a segment leading up to this match that we're going to get where Samoa Joe is returning to the ring. They've been yep. teasing and alluding to it. And that this is why he's back in NXT, which is awesome. All right. It was the coolest thing they did this week on NXT. And they just said, gloves are off. Okay. You can, you can fight again. So they're going to do him and cross, which I think is awesome, but is the edge off of that match because Ooh. that very smart crowd At the Capitol Wrestling Center of only a few hundred fans, die hard WWE NXT fans are now turning on the legitimate monster that is their champion and started chanting hardy. Yeah. Hardy, hardy. Um,
1: kind of weird, don't you think? It this is the the dumbest booking I have ever seen in my life. Uh and it just clearly shows that Vince McMahon does not give a damn about what has happened on XT. I don't think he actually watches the product. I don't think he cares. I don't think he realizes how much uh you know booking and building, long-term building they have done uh for carrying cross. I mean, there was a moment there where they were using cross as Vince's executioner, basically. He beat Damian Priest, Damian Priest goes to Raw. He beats Keith Lee, Keith Lee goes to Raw. Like the when every when anybody got called up it was cross who took him out of an NXT now all of a sudden it appears it's plain as day that Samoa Joe is going to beat caring cross so Karrion cross can drop the NXT title because Karrion cross is officially a member of Monday night raw but my god what have they done to him they they they're not bringing up scarlet so his really cool dramatic entrance that made him look like a star is now NWO Revenge, that old nineteen N sixty four game from the nineties. He now gets generic entrance number five. He's just walking out there in a in a in a gladiator skirt uh, and just walking down to the ring, looking all tough. That's it. That's the only thing he's got with his entire uh, his entire entrance. No now. scarlet, no scarlet, and he loses to Jeff Hardy inside of ninety seconds. She's or, made some cryptic
0: tweets about that, by the way. I'm hoping Sweet. she's coming with him. No, she's made some tweets about like that's like, like she's not out of the picture that allude to like somehow she'll be back in the picture at some point. Uh, I
1: don't hopefully, know. What. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but I mean, man, just, and I know Karen Cross has been successful in other promotions without Scarlett. Um, and I watched NXT perfect. this
0: week. It's a whole different world. It is. It's a it whole is. Di- He's a whole different monster. Now, mind you, this loss on raw, which it was a flash pin. Jeff Hardy got his feet up on the ropes. I'm just, I'm not trying to be in a WWE apologist. And then he got a post-match promo and he told Jeff Hardy, you're going to pay for that. You got very, very lucky and you're going to regret doing that. And so I think hopefully maybe there's some, maybe there's a reason they did this, right? I I gotta, I gotta hope that there's some reason they did this.
1: I don't know. Uh, I I don't know if there's a long-term scenario here. But as far as first impressions go, that does not look good for Carrion Cross. It does not look good for NXT. I mean, if you're a casual fan and you're sitting here and Why you- would I
0: care about the NXT champion if he got exactly. pinned in two minutes?
1: Yeah, exactly. Why would I care to watch NXT if that is how much stock that Monday night Raw puts into the NXT champion? Look, dude, look at a difference of like five, six years makes. Remember when Kevin Owens came up and he beat John Cena clean? Yeah, yeah. John Cena as the NXT champion. Compare that to what Karrion and Cross got this week, and it's, it's unforgivable. You can't forgive that. It was ba- it, to me. It was a message to NXT that you are now not even on the same realm. Just think about to two years ago when I don't they know about that Survivor that. That's, that's, that's purely speculative.
0: speculative. I don't Secret know about that to me.
1: John Alba, uh, somebody who I tried to get on the show uh, this week, he did have a report that came out
0: that follows up your argument here.
1: Yeah, says okay. that WWE views nxt internally as developmental again uh that was a john alba report try to get him on the show talk about it a little bit uh, scheduling conflicts maybe we can get him on uh, next week to talk about that um but i mean yeah i think that was pretty damn evident by the fact that they don't care they they just you could see what they did to carry cross and they just don't Care that that to me was a message that NXT does not matter. I don't. It care. lines up in another way. You know, the next NXT takeover,
0: their pay per view payoff, right on Peacock, is going to be during SummerSlam weekend on the twenty second. SummerSlam on the twenty first. A little bit of a flip, right? Usually NXT gets the Saturday night slot. Yeah. So uh, you know, Peacock wants to do this NBC you know takeover Saturday night kind of concept of of what Peacock is. And, and own weekends with television you know, a couple weeks after that they're going to have more football and a couple weeks after that they're going to have Saturday live back so it makes sense you know so why they would want to do saturday nights and have something on sunday so I, I get where they're going with their media partner for this but it's curious that you know SummerSlam going to sell the stadium in las vegas there's a lot of other venues you could run in vegas the next day at a smaller scale for a few thousand people i'm not even saying an arena yeah. Uh, and bring TakeOver there and do the fun Vegas, you know, uh, marketing and all those different fun things that like W loves to do uh, with stuff. And aesthetically, they can do that better than a lot of other people can. Right. Uh, and here it is. It's a TakeOver. It's TakeOver 35 and it's on the 22nd. And it'll look, you know, I, I guarantee they
1: will put on a fantastic show. And those have been really, do. really good shows. They always do. And I guarantee you that spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I guarantee you. Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross are going to absolutely kill it. It's going to be a great match, but the aura is gone. There, there's not that. There is no longer that doubt of like we all pretty much assumed. You know that Samoa Joe was going to get the head, the the main of this because Karrion Cross was getting ready for. The but call. you think the That's you fine. think the
0: steam has been pulled out of it because yes, of this loss on Raw?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Because the the mystique is gone. The aura is gone. There's no longer that question of well, how does Samoa Joe beat this guy? Can Samoa Joe be the one? Can they can they flip it? Can they get it back by then? That's plenty of time. Then we're talking like a month. Dude, it, it all depends. How mu- how much more can Raw screw up carrying cross in the meantime too? Because he's going to be pulling double duty. He's going to be on Raw traveling for the next few weeks. They've already taped NXT in advance, so he doesn't have to bounce back and forth between each show, which is good. So, how much how much damage? Now, granted, he could come out on Monday and absolutely decimate Jeff Hardy inside of four minutes.
0: I think that's going to happen. Maybe. I think that's going to
1: happen. I think it's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know that this whole thing was just confusing. It was obviously the biggest, uh, the most egregious thing that happened on raw for me. And that is all well, about it. That was on yeah. the same night that Goldberg came back <laughs> yeah, to get back into, to get another shot at a world championship. They're bringing in Goldberg, the guy who couldn't beat drew to take on Lashley who drew couldn't beat. So obviously Goldberg thinks he can beat Bobby Lashley now. This is this is it. This is what we're this is what we're doing again with Goldberg. I'm Goldberg. You're next because I'm Goldberg. That's 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 what they do all the time. And frankly, it's lazy, and I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting tired of it. They get into,
0: I think uh, I think Goldberg and Lashley in another circumstance would be interesting. I just think there was so much chatter that people wanted this Lesnar Lashley match. They wanted the two. Oh, sure guys who aren't in MMA that are in WWE or or more known for WWE recently to have a big collision. And I'm not saying that Goldberg and Lashley can't be an interesting match. It can be. Uh, And I think Goldberg is still a big star, whether or not you guys like it, guys, he is the ultimate laps fan wrestling go-to character, right? Where people remember his name. He was a very big character during the biggest peak time wrestling, And is he going to have the best matches? No, I'm not done. He's not going to have the best matches. But is he going to have this great aura about him that other people just can't create themselves?
1: Yes, he's going to have same damn match he always has, where he, you know, several spears. He'll he'll do a couple of the. I I thought he he had
0: a much better match at Royal Rumble than than anyone was expecting, and I thought him and Drew went for it a little bit, and they and they did the explosive thing. They played to his strengths, right? And they they hit any weaknesses, you know. He also still looked fast, but he had people still think of that Undertaker match in Saudi Arabia, and they're never gonna forget that from a few years ago. And they're gonna put that on a they're gonna put
1: that on Bill Goldberg.
0: They're not gonna Are forget
1: They're even it. going to try to attempt a jackhammer. Like, I don't think Goldberg could jackhammer Bobby Lashley. I didn't think he could jackhammer Drew McIntyre. I don't unless he's fighting Dolph Ziggler, I don't think we're ever gonna see the jackhammer. And that's that's my biggest thing is like you have to put him in a I would put Goldberg in a spot where he can have his best match possible. And for him right now, that's smaller guys. Those are the guys that those are the Finn Balor's. Him, and Dolph, Ziggler, cool. him and Dolph
0: Ziggler. Him and Dolph Ziggler had that job match that was really entertaining at Survivor Series. Was yeah. it Survivor Series? i wrong? Uh, like that was yeah, really cool. You could but do something yeah, there.
1: That, that's where you use Goldberg. I cannot. I cannot sit here. You want to be crazy?
0: Me. You know what match I would love to see him have? What? Him and Mustafa Ali would be awesome.
1: Sure. Yes. Sure, have Mustafa Ali go on his big, uh, you know, real American shtick that he was trying to do there for a while on social media, but nobody really picked up on that. You want to do that? You want to put the United States title or something like that on Mustafa Ali and then have Goldberg come in and take it off of him or some crap like that? Fine. I'm totally okay with that. There are other ways and more creative ways to use Goldberg because I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that he's not a draw. He absolutely is a draw. They need the casual fans. They absolutely need to bring in those casual audiences. Goldberg is still a name. He is somebody who will draw more eyes to the product, which is why he's there. But he doesn't need to be constantly getting world title shot after world title shot because it's rinse and repeat. He shows up, says he's Goldberg, says the dude's next, and he either loses and goes away for a while or he wins inexplicably and then drops it in his next title defense because he only gets two matches a year. So it's it's just lazy it's just like we know he's probably losing the only thing that i can say is is that for somehow some way he beats bobby lashley which he should not do and then Big E cashes on him and we technically get the Big E goldberg big rematch. meat meat slapping men slapping, slapping meat slapping, slapping
0: meat. meat if you haven't seen that clip go look it up one of the best clips big of all ass. time big muscles
1: yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, coming up here in a little bit, we will speak with uh, WWE superstar Carmella. Our full interview with her dropping uh, this Friday on the 23rd of July. So definitely go check that out. Uh, once again, if you haven't done it, go ahead and uh, follow us. SKWrestling underscore at SKWrestling underscore. Uh, we are a couple followers away from our big goal here. Uh, before we get Carmella on, I want to talk about this big news. The biggest WWE women's wrestling news this year, I think uh we we had nikki ash c- cash in that was absolutely fantastic feel good yeah. moment if you're a fan of the new character i know you're a big fan of her you yeah. interviewed her last week she got yeah. the the rick Uchipo rub and and, and do, uh, not, the, do not do the not. stardust
1: you put the do stardust not, on her do not give kenny Bolin any kind of credit whatsoever no that is not my name
0: yeah yeah all right so so you interview last week she cashes in and yes. feel feel good vibes with the women in that regard she takes the title off of Charlotte Flair I'm like okay
1: I can get this one day one day one day for the queen again everybody wants to talk about we'll get into this we're, we'll we'll get there we'll talk about what we're going to do here we'll play Carmella and then we'll get into all the Nikki and and uh, and Charlotte fall out there how about that? <laughs> okay how about- all right, because I'm gonna I want to get to Carmella sooner rather than later, and there's so much here. But the the biggest women's story, uh, another one of these breaking news ones, came out today. Go ahead, good, good.
0: Queen of the Ring is in uh, the works. Yeah. Uh, this is a tournament from WWE that will feature their uh, their female superstars on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, there is no timetable for when this could uh, be happening, but it will happen within the year. Uh, so uh, the, the way that could fall anywhere between now. In the end of the year, there's a lot of different time frames. I think that where that would make complete sense for WWE to do that, and it will be a special of some kind on Peacock and the WWE Network.
1: About damn, uh, time. About damn time. I've long said that they need to treat the King of the Ring and the Queen of the Ring as its own special thing. I would, I would treat it like the Olympics almost and alternate it. Just have it come around only once every couple of years. So maybe in the odd years. One year to one year. Last year was the
0: men. This year, it's the women. Women, And then
1: after that, do the women. I think that would be the best. I think doing two tournaments at once is a little too much, but make it its own special thing. Rotate them in and out. Um, I love the idea of a queen of the ring. I think this is something that they uh, have needed to do for a while now, but it's it's the same caveat here as the men's as the king of the ring. If the winner doesn't get a damn thing, if they don't treat the winner seriously, at the end of the day, it's not going to mean a damn thing. You look at what happened with Baron Corbin. He wins King of the Ring. All he does is lose matches for two years, and now he's broke in kayfabe.
0: People go up, people go down. So there's some of that's natural and circumstantial, right? Uh, But I do think uh, something like this can be done. Uh, uh, Already, we were talking about this earlier on my top story of the day. We said we were talking about all these mad, breaking stories, and names were just flying off, and people texting into the show saying who they want to win this thing. Uh, But the thing I, I think of is this is great if you're a fan and you know, those fans out there, Uh, you know, shout out to, you know, uh rest friends, good friends of the show Iridian Fierro and tell you, uh they are a show that is focused on female driven topics in the wrestling world, so female superstars. And that, that fandom is bigger than it's ever been in wrestling. And it's more vocal than it's ever been. Sure. And, and, and they see what AEW is doing with their heels program, which just for women. And it's like, it's like a, Inclusivity program for wrestling and saying like women, we know you're buying tickets. We want to make you extra comfortable. We want to make sure you come back. You buy some merch. You have no problem bringing your your son or the boyfriend. You come with him. We're going to give something for you. And that's what I think this is. And I think it's a smart move. It fulfills a lot of things. I'm not saying WWE got away from it because they still did a main event with Becky Lynch and, and and Ronda Rousey and Charlotte not too long ago. They, they still did great angles with them. The culture of WWE and how women are presented is completely d- different than it was when you and I were teenagers. It has I think it's progressive. Back. And I think this is another part of that.
1: Yeah, it's come back down uh, a little bit. Uh, I think it's it, since Becky went. I, I yeah. think a lot of that has to do with the pandemic and Becky going away. Yeah, I, 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 I think a ton kind of that has to do with both it, of those it's things. It's definitely coming. Up. I mean, there were some times there. Uh, I mean, right around the time that that whole Lacey Evans, Ric Flair, Charlotte Flair thing was going on there was a time where we had like four minutes of women on raw in like three hours. Like there was a point where it was getting kind of low again. Uh, But it's, it is starting to ramp back up. And this is, this is another thing because this is again, going to, we want to build, you want to build new stars. You want to build up that next, that next generation. They did a fantastic job. And again, give a whole lot of credit to Nikki, uh, to Nikki A. S. H. uh, For, for taking this character, transforming herself, and then they 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 did it. Everybody said it was a shock when she won money in the bank. And I'm like, guys, if you look at her booking, this made total sense. This was easy to call. She
0: didn't get a monster reaction when she came out on Sunday. But when she oh. won the match, people were on board. Oh, you know, I thought it was a very
1: creative. People were crapping on the finish, too. I thought it was very creative.
0: Oh, I loved it. And then and then when she cashed in on, on Monday, everyone loved it because they
1: hate oh. Charlotte. You know, you <laughs> took the bell off Charlotte. If you don't have heat, you don't have a good baby face. And, you know, this. Everybody wants to to crap on Charlotte and say, well, she, she it had, wouldn't, a, it wouldn't have, have meant many- much. It wouldn't
0: have meant as much. If she pinned Rhea, it wouldn't have meant, it would have meant, it would not have meant as much. It would have meant something. Obviously she's winning right. a title, right? But it would not have gotten that reaction in front of a live crowd, like their third show back in front of live audiences. She got one of the biggest reactions winning that title at the end
1: of Monday night. People give Charlotte so much crap. And I know I said, I was going to get into this after Carmella, but I might as well get into it now. Uh, she, Everybody says all of her title. All of her title reigns are pointless. No, they're not. All of her title reigns are to put over other people. She wins the SmackDown championship in order for Becky Lynch to complete her, to to make her. And and it means something. Right. And it means something. SummerSlam 2018. She wins the title to to, to get Becky's heel turn. Heel turn didn't work. Not Charlotte's fault. But it was still a tremendous moment. It's what launched Becky Lynch. Uh, It helped launch her into the stratosphere all right so a month later she drops the belt to to, to becky uh she takes the title off of oscar ahead of wrestlemania 35 so becky could make more history uh in the main event she wins the smackdown women's championship so bailey could cash in on her she wins the smackdown women's championship again so bailey can do her heel turn and then she wins the raw women's championship so nikki ash could cash in money in the bank and get that monster pop Every time Charlotte wins a title, at least her last five, it is to put somebody else over. It's to make a moment for somebody else. But people hate her, dude. They
0: they, they. there are people that hate her as a character and hate her as a person, which is unreasonable. unreasonable.
1: She hasn't won the raw women's title since 2017 until just this past week at Money in the Bank. Charlotte and Rhea can continue their run. They don't need the Raw Women's Championship, which is why putting it on Nikki Ash is so damn brilliant. Title makes it perform in this case. One, because I have said from the beginning, if this Nikki ASH, almost superhero hero character, is going to work, they have to treat her seriously. And they have to book her strong. And that is exactly what they have done. Didn't get off to a great start with the two-minute challenges. Didn't get off to a great start, but they kept rolling with it. It was a very, very slow build. And then all of a sudden, they cranked it up to 11 this week. And now, Nikki Cross, who was off TV months ago, is the Raw Women's Champion. This gimmick may not be for you. All right? You may be one of these grown men out here going, "Eh, hashtag not my Nikki. All right? You might be that person. Who wants her to be sanity Nikki still? Well, sorry, characters evolve. All right. I'm sorry. You're not going to be the same person for, I love steampunk Becky. Do you think I'm sitting there going, I miss steampunk Becky. I wish she'd go back to that. This man stuff is. Ste- Can she oh. wear the
0: goggles again? Can yeah, she wear
1: the goggles the again? Steam the goggles. What are we doing? You know, like it's just, ah, uh, it, it ticks me off. And it's like, look, This character, I get it. You love Nick. You love the old Nikki Cross. That's great. I love the old Becky. That's great. I love new Becky too. And I love new Nikki too, because this is a character, not necessarily for me, but kind of because I'm a comic book nerd. All right. It's going to be marketable to kids. Yep. And the fact that you have a superhero character alone, my God, the marketing, the memo. How soon until the
0: merchandise gets rolled out?
1: It's not out there now. I'm stunned. Like, seriously, give her a damn Nikki mobile. Like an actual Nikki mobile to come down to the ring to. Because then you guess what? You could start selling replicas of those for $49.99. Oh, <laughs> give her her own signal. Give her a Nikki signal. Oh, do the butterfly. Nikki signal. It'd be cool. With, with a butterfly. Then you could sell the, you could sell Nikki Nikki flashlights. I mean, seriously, it's endless. Sell all if you, all, if you up your cell phones. I'll have the power to get in the ring and win the belt. Like this gimmick is money in a literal sense if the mcu had been around when hurricane and mighty molly were around my god man those characters would have been hotter than they already were this is the perfect time to introduce a new superhero or almost a superhero character i'd give her her own robin i've tried to give her my uh my my resume saying if you need somebody i'm there i don't know I could, rick i could take a bump damn no, it I don't,
0: know, I, bump. I don't know rick i don't know rick
1: i don't do like that idea i don't I'll, I'll, I'll be i'll be her boy wonder i don't care <laughs> boy wonder man-child I will, I, wonder i will be you know call me butterfree or whatever <laughs> no, that's pokemon uh i don't care whatever i don't care i'll be caterpillar all right i'll just be, all I'll right. be caterpillar i'll come down to the ring whatever yeah. you want man i'll do it but this is a money character and she believed in it so much she took it to wwe and now they have Strap the Raw Women's Championship on her, but WWE doesn't have creative freedom, guys. They do for certain people. They if do. you pitch the right idea,
0: it, they have they have cre- you know what they they have creative freedom, but they also have creative expectations. Sure. So I think I think that's something as well. Uh, but also, I'll, I'll I'll give it to her. She pitched this character and is getting it somewhere. Like, yeah, I'm not saying it's there, but she's getting it somewhere. And then putting the well, title on it means they believe in this a little bit longer term than I think people think they do.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Alexa Bliss got a hell of a pop over the weekend too. For all those, she people. did. All those people out there have said, "Oh, this supernatural stuff sucks. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not for you." She was it's not for her, guys. She... It's not for dudes. This is for this is you know. I'm gonna take it one step further, and I even talked when I talked to Nikki Ash on uh, on on well, what was it, Thursday last week, Thursday or Friday mm-hmm. last week. You yeah. can see that whole interview up on the Sportskeeda Wrestling YouTube channel right now. I asked her. I was like, "Look." Could we see something between you and Alexa? Because the way that you two have gone your separate ways, my goodness, I see Batman, I see Joker. Let's go. Fight forever until you eventually team up again. I would do Alexa and Nikki at SummerSlam for the Raw Women's Championship. Let let Charlotte and, and Rhea do their thing. You know, I don't know what their plan is. I don't think we need another Charlotte-Rhea match. I would actually try to team them up and have them go for the, the tag team titles myself. That's the progression I would go with that. I like because that idea. I'm so not opposed to that. Because they are so similar and it takes them out of the, the women's title picture, and you could open it up for new opportunities. And they can still have bangers, like, they can yeah, still go I,
0: out there and have banger matches.
1: I don't know? like I don't like Alexa and Eva. Like I don't I don't know where they're going with this. I don't I don't like that direction. I let's fast track Alexa and get her going with uh with Nikki. Because right now I don't know what the plan is for Nikki Cross. I hope she's not going up against Becky Lynch when she returns eventually, which, by the way, I would have lost a ton of money had I bet somebody that Becky was coming back this weekend because I guaranteed that on last week's show. and she's Well, still the crowd wanted it. it. Oh, my the, God. The, the, cro- the crowd wanted it for sure. That's the other thing. Fuck yes. Pardon my language, but fuck yes, Rhea and Charlotte, because they flipped that crowd. What, at a, the what beginning, a performance. At the beginning what a marvelous performance. Money
0: in the this bank. bank. They're getting the Becky Lynch chance at the beginning of the match. Everyone wants Becky Lynch. They don't want this match. It's been played out on WWE television for months now, but it's the first time they've had it in front of fans, right? That's the first time they ever had that match in front of fans. So there is something that, but it's been on TV. They did it at WrestleMania like two years ago, the first one in front of no fans. So like they've done this match. They've done it a lot, right? And and so here it is. People are turning out and it's WWE fans, right? There is a lot of smart marks there. We got to turn on something, right? We want Becky. So we want to turn on this match. And that moment I think is something that Charlotte or someone is going to bring up when they talk about her career and her career is done. There's going to be people in a locker room and it may, it may not be something as impressive as her first championship victory or the eventual shot that she gets to break her father's championship record. Right. Right. That type of thing, which I think
1: is going to happen. Oh, by Um, the way, uh, just real quick. The fact that they actually clarified how many championships she has this week was also great. Uh, two and another indication by the way that they consider nxt to be a developmental is because they're no longer counting her two nxt title reigns <laughs> so now she's at 11 all right she's at 11 she's, she's back down to 11 she's back down to 11 now i love the explanation we finally know they weren't counting the tag team title reign either because they're sitting there talking about she's going for her 14th women's championship and i'm like bullshit no she's not uh so she's at 11 anyway go ahead
0: that sucks i think she doesn't count but uh charlotte did this thing though and so did Rhea as well I'm not counting seeing Rita wasn't. You got to have a good dance partner. They have a packed house. It's the first WWE pay-per-view back in front of a crowd in a long, long time with expectations through the roof. And they are going on many, many great matches before them. They are deep in the middle of the card. Which is a tough position. And you have another Money in the Bank ladder match come up. You have Roman Reigns, the big top act, and you don't even know you're getting John Cena at the end of the night, right? And they want their big returns that they've heard about on the internet. And Becky Lynch is the big one we heard about. We know she's in Dallas and she's going to come out. So screw this match. You guys are just here to take stunners from Becky Lynch. That's what you're here for. So let's just crap. And she flips the bird. She's like, No, I know the run sheet. I know what I'm going to get you to do. You're chanting back key, back key. They got time, enough time, and a brilliant, brilliant pacing. And brilliant, I love the vocalism that Charlotte started to do in the match. You heard her get louder in the match. And people drawn in, 15,000, drawn into every little move, and then getting nasty. Rhea just laying her stuff in. And it was different. There was an energy from that crowd that was against them, and they flipped it. Tell me a match that starts with people turning on it before they even touch to this is awesome by the time it ends.
1: Yes, brilliant performance by them. And I thought Charlotte flipping the bird saved that match, started it, gave that match an attitude to it. Um, because they were, to be honest, they were set up for failure in this match by the booking. People had no clue who to root for. This the build to this matchup was not great, but the match itself was fantastic and it started with Charlotte having the wherewithal to go fuck you people alright you're not going to take my match away do you know who the F I am and yes I realize I said the F word and then bleeps it out seconds later I'm trying to limit the amount that I say on this show but Thank you. you know who I am I am <laughs> Charlotte Flair. this is Rhea Ripley we are two of the best at what we do and we are putting on a banger of a match for you now F you people. And then yes, by the end of it they're chanting this is awesome. You know what it reminded me of? What's that? It reminded me of SummerSlam, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Loud was just all over Seth because they wanted to hate his guts. And by the end of it, when he won the WWE championship, they loved him. They loved him. It was a damn miracle. It was a miracle that he pulled off that night. When people
0: crap on wwe i point to moments like that i'm like you bought a ticket you bought a ticket to show up and say well i'm not here because we're wwe i'm here for this individual wrestler and that's why i'm here right but then i see moments like that i'm like they know how to do that because they're in wwe yeah they know how to do that because they're in front of those audiences like that all the time and that is a top and everyone who goes off in charlotte and says she's only there because she's rick flair's kid shut up how many times do you have to be proven yeah. wrong and wrong and wrong and wrong? And this is another example of her being one of the best professional wrestlers in the
1: world. I got so much crap on Twitter this week when I, I brought up the fact that her last five championship runs have been a combined 45 days, like less. And I said, actually, she is uh, long overdue for an extended run with either yeah. the Raw or or SmackDown Women's Championship because she hasn't had it in a while. She's mm-hmm. always in the title picture, but she has n- – I mean – it's almost rock-esque. When you look at how how long the rock actually held the WWE championship, even though he won it six times, it's not long at all. Same mm-hmm. with Nick Foley. He won it three times. He didn't have it long at no. all. I think one of them he only had like a few weeks, right? If that. I think three weeks. I think three weeks combined, maybe. Um, but for Charlotte, I mean, we're talking about back we're talking about back with, with Nick Foley. Imagine if if like money in the bank or anything existed, he may be a three time champ in four days. He got three weeks because he had to wait seven days to defend the title again Uh, for Charlotte. She's losing it minutes later, days later, a day later, Um, and she does that to put other people over and she does not get enough credit uh, for for what she's accomplished. And very soon, I guarantee you, very soon she will have her championship run where she will get to hold a belt for a while. People are going to hate it, but it is long, long overdue. Now, back to the Queen of the Ring, because we, we, we're we going to bring this back full circle here. I bring up Queen of the Ring because Louis Dangor, uh, for Give Me Sport, uh, friend of the show, friend of us, uh, on social media, uh, when the Queen of the Ring news broke, he was like, okay, well, this is a slam dunk. Charlotte needs to win the first one. Charlotte needs to win the first one to legitimize the tournament to make it feel big. You have to have somebody like Charlotte win the first queen of the ring. And obviously she's the queen winning the queen of the ring makes a lot of sense. I get his argument and I get everything that I just said about Charlotte Flair, how she doesn't get enough credit. She's overdue to win a big one. Hell no. Charlotte Flair should not win the first queen of the ring. tournament. No. Hell to the, no. She you can, can have her in the finals. finals. You can have her in the finals. That's fine. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. But if you're bringing back the Queen of the Ring tournament, you got to bring it back for a reason. You got to. And, and
0: I think I think all the people that she has that built-in heat, right? West uh, West. All that all that heat for her in the final would be like,
1: especially all oh, right there. Chef's kiss, Chef's kiss. That heat that she's going to have in the finals, especially if you if she's in the finals with somebody like Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan is somebody we haven't brought up yet. How damn over is she? She was really over in Texas. I mean, my goodness, Friday night. When they mm-hmm. were playing, like after I did Smack Talk, uh, which we do every night, ten oh five on mm-hmm. Friday uh, with Dutch Mantel and SP three. Um, after that, I watched that that promo that didn't air. It was a network exclusive. That promo where she cut, where she's in tears, literally because the fans are screaming for her. They are so. It was one of the biggest pops of the night that first Friday in Houston was for Lib Morgan. She's over, guys. WWE has to see that. I was almost stunned that she didn't win Money in the Bank. By the reactions that she was getting, so okay, she's not getting that push now that Nikki got from Money in the Bank. Queen of the Ring would be the perfect place to finally put Liv over. And remember, when when Liv first went away after her her match was against who on SmackDown? What happened when she went away? She lost to Charlotte again. She's had those two big singles matches against Charlotte where she has lost. Now the third singles match could be the finals of the queen of the ring tournament where she wins. She finally gets over. And then, you know what? You give her a damn title shot because it doesn't matter who wins the first queen of the ring. It'll be legitimate. As long as you book the winner, legitimate moving forward and make it realize that it means something. If you give her a title shot and a title victory, all of a sudden you're getting the stone cold treatment there, baby. If you give her a crown and a cape, you're giving her the Baron Corbin treatment, and that don't work for nobody.
0: Doesn't. Let's get into our conversation here before we close out the show. This is a teaser. You get the full interview on the Sports Keta Wrestling YouTube channel. We will sneak that audio out as well on our podcast feed. Uh, She is without a shadow of a doubt. One one of the more heat getting superstars in all of WWE. She's She's gone on, she has gone on quite the transformation the last year or so, uh, and continues to be somebody that moves the needle and does some very creative things uh, off of SmackDown. She's on the most viewed television show in wrestling, SmackDown. So she's certainly a real player in the business. I'm talking about Carmella. What do you think of this conversation? Give us a little bit of a teaser for this Uh, coming
1: I loved it. She's uh, another one of these people that is uh, very down to earth, uh, very open um you know didn't didn't beat around the bush with any of the questions that uh, that i brought up it was a solid 15 minute interview had a lot of fun with this one uh and yeah we we talked about her big match obviously uh tomorrow and very unique match because she's going to be wrestling at a hip-hop festival this, this is a festival that travels brings in millions yep. of, of fans you know worldwide i'm not saying there's going to be millions there in miami friday night Still get a repeat
0: match at it though. <laughs> you still get a match your seat a lot.
1: This is going to be the biggest crowd for a wrestling show in two years. We're talking about eighty thousand some odd fans there. Where the a has- position? Do we do we have an idea
0: how they're oh. going to? This is the Rolling Loud Hip Hop Festival down in Florida. WWE Smackdown is going to be in Ohio where you are. So they're going to have portions of Smackdown in Miami and then portions in Cleveland. And Carmella is going to be a part of uh, the presentation in Miami. Do you think the way it's going to look, it's going to be separate from the main staging area? Is it going to be like short,
1: quick things they do before like performances? I want to know how it's going to look. I don't don't know if they're going to do it like as an intermission thing, like they're going to put a ring on the stage. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. And here's the thing. I asked Carmella what she's going to expect. And it's going to be in this clip that we're going to play right now. The match last week. And that was uh, a match that uh, I know you told uh, Ryan Satin that you really, uh, really wanted. You wanted that championship matchup uh, with Bianca Belair. Did that match uh, live up to your expectations? I thought you guys delivered. What did you guys think about it?
2: I mean, I really put it all out there and I had a lot of fun in that match up until the end when she cheated and used her grade. Um, but you know, all I ever want, all I ever need in my career is an opportunity to show what I can do. And, you know, unfortunately what happened to Bailey, you know, she got hurt and she's injured and I wish her the best speedy recovery. Um, but I stepped up. And I did what I had to do and I think I delivered but now I get another opportunity tomorrow night at rolling loud which is another first for WWE to be a collaborative with this major rap festival like this is huge Post Malone uh, Travis Scott Megan Thee Stallion who's like my favorite so <laughs> the fact that even WWE is involved in this it's just it's a testament to how huge WWE actually is and I'm really excited for the opportunity tomorrow
1: yeah uh very unique venue uh, for a, a championship opportunity. Obviously, this is, uh, you know, something that draws, you know, millions of fans. But, you know, this is, I'm kind of curious. Do you think there's any kind of, uh, is there any added pressure or any nervousness? Because you're used to performing in, in front of large audiences. But I'm willing to bet that there is a large portion of this audience that has never seen a professional wrestling match. So, I mean, this is a big chance to not only bring in new fans for wrestling for WWE, but for Carmel for uh, excuse me, Carmella as
2: well. Well, that's what I'm super excited about. I'm excited. I thrive off that. I can't wait to show people like you should be watching this. You should be a Carmella fan. You should be, you know, a fan of WWE. So, um, I love the challenge and I love the pressure and I'm really excited to deliver.
1: What was it, uh, what was it like when you first got told that you guys were going to be having this match at, at rolling loud and you know, what have they told you the logistics about how this is, how this is going to work out? They're just going to set up a ring in the middle of a, a hip hop festival.
2: You know what? I'm going to show up. I'm going to look beautiful and I am going to do my match. That's what I'm going to do. I have no idea what to expect. I really don't. I know they're expecting over 80,000 people there, which is huge. Um, and I'm sure there'll be members of the WWE universe there. But like you said, it's an opportunity for people to see what we do. And I think it's really, really freaking cool that I get to be part of this opportunity and hopefully get some more eyes on what, what it is that, you know, the WWE is all about.
1: Yeah, and that's that's going to be the largest crowd that uh, you've wrestled in front of in in quite some time. Uh, WrestleMania included. Uh, last week's crowd Friday uh, in Houston was absolutely nuts. Uh, you know, just my goodness. Like I I I, I I I know I thank the Thunderdome for all of its service, but my goodness, did we miss live crowds? You know. But before that night you got a big match you know with with Bianca what was that mood like uh you know backstage was it uh nervousness was it excitement was it all of the above knowing that you were wrestling in front of people instead of TV screens
2: you know what it felt like a Wrestlemania backstage everyone was buzzing it was just this feel and this vibe and I remember the first I think there was a match going on before the show actually started and I heard the crowd rumbling and it was just like whoa like what like yes we had fans at Wrestlemania but a it was stadium was outside. So it's not quite the same effect if you're inside and hearing you know, the the crowd rumbling. So to hear that it was just like, Oh my gosh, I miss this. And to just like hear like the other my music kit and hear the crowd like they hated me and I loved it. And it was just like, (laughs) Oh, I miss this so much. There's nothing like the energy from a live crowd.
1: Were there any uh, surprises, whether it be a fan reaction that you got personally, or that you heard that uh, that you weren't uh, you weren't really expecting?
2: No, I'm used to the WWE universe hating me until the <laughs> end when they kind of get close to me, like "Oh my god, I love you!" Oh my god, <laughs> I'm like ew. <laughs> but it's it's awesome. I mean, there is nothing like that that live feel, and um, I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow with this audience. I can't wait.
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, a big crowd, a big fight. Feel again. You are uh, another shot here at Bianca Belair and the, the SmackDown Women's Championship. You know, it's kind of hard to to believe. SummerSlam 2018. That was the that was the last time you have held gold in WWE outside of the 24/7 Championship, respect due to the 24/7 title. Um, but I mean, your last singles Women's Championship. It's hard to believe that we're we're coming up on three years on that already. Do you feel like your time is coming again soon?
2: One hundred percent. And I feel like it's it's different now. You know, Carmela has evolved, I've grown, I've changed. And, you know, back then, I don't think people were giving me the credit that I I deserved. I felt like I was busting my butt and really prove what I could do. Um, and now it's three years have gone by my characters evolved. And you know, I hear some people upset that my characters changed or different. But if I'm the same character I was in 2018, like how boring would that be? We have to grow, we have to change, we have to evolve. And I feel like I am so ready to hold that title again, for no other reason other than to prove to myself, like, yes, I am she I mean to prove to the family to prove to anyone. I know the hard work I've put in. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can do. And I would love to be champion again. I really would.
1: Absolutely love it. I I loved uh, talking with her as uh, Kevin accidentally removes himself uh, from the screen. So hopefully uh, he will hop back in here in a second. Hey, there you are, buddy. I hit one wrong button. I have a touch screen. It threw me (laughs) off. (laughs)
0: butterfingers slippery fingers
1: baby uh welcome back and you know what i i i cut it right there because we actually did go into a little bit more conversation about uh developing characters and i brought up uh uh, Nikki ash uh specifically much like the conversation that you and i had about that a little bit earlier again that entire interview is going to drop tomorrow on the sports kid wrestling youtube channel so make sure to check that out now kev yes while well, we're talking about Carmella, who may become a two-time SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, the last thing we're going to bring up here is there is a rumor going around this week that quietly and officially, a already two-time SmackDown Women's Champion has been moved back over to the Blue Brand in Naomi. Mm. Take on that one, good sir. We could see uh, Naomi back. A lot of lot of change there. As I was talking, so we're about- on
0: Thursday, right? Yes,
1: today is Thursday.
0: If they want to have her show up tomorrow night, because the last few weeks of WWE has all been about surprises and returns. And as I've told you before, surprises do not just mean returns. Okay. Um, Surprises mean you get Finn Balor, who's been with WWE for a while. We just haven't seen him in a few months. And now he's on SmackDown again. He was on NXT for a long time. So I think the inverse of that would be that the reminder that though Raw had John Cena, SmackDown is going to have John Cena on a, on Friday, and you're yeah. going to see much more of him on Fox. And I don't know if this ag- aggravates anyone at NBC Universal, but SmackDown is the number one wrestling sh- television show right now. I don't know if that aggravates you or if an AEW fan It is the number one television wrestling show in terms of viewership uh, over the course of overnights. Sometimes it's three-day average. is pretty strong going even into Mondays, and it does very, very well in terms of social media impressions. So Naomi coming back makes complete sense for them to do it this Friday under these circumstances and maybe even uh, go ahead and uh, snatch her a piece of Carmela at Rolling Loud in Florida. possibly That's not what I'm thinking at all. What are you thinking? Or what, I'm just saying if she showed up this week in general. I just I think would, it's I would put fun.
1: her in Miami. I absolutely would put her in Miami. Yeah. And no offense to uh, Carmela. I'm not trying to make an enemy here. But after Bianca beats Carmela, <sighs> Naomi shows up. <laughs> Ooh, the showdown, the two of them in the ring
0: Naomi, in, front of like,
1: in front of like a completely different audience. Naomi shows up and not only to talk about staring down I mean, she attacks her. I'm talking a- Are four, you saying no?
0: Are You you turn Naomi heel. Yes. Oh, Blammed love it. Dumb. Love it, dude. Rick,
1: you want to know why? You want Rick's to know pick
0: to you click. It's, Rick, it's Rick's pick to click.
1: You know why? Because you put her in the damn bloodline. She's married Ooh. to Jimmy Uso. Oh, I'm on board, dude. I'm you on put board. Her in the bloodline, and not only that, you have her beat Are you you have her beat Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship at SummerSlam. All the gold in the bloodline, Naomi, oh the Usos, and Roman Reigns, and have That's those. Right. If you don't know Naomi, if you don't own. follow,
0: if you don't follow the D- total Divas show, you would have maybe you would have known it there. Uh Naomi is married to I believe is it Jay? Jim? Is it Jay? Jimmy no, it's or Jimmy. Jimmy? she's married to jimmy Jimmy. like they legit they're they're married they're a couple uh and i was like that would be an awesome thing i would love it i
1: don't know if she wants to do it i don't know
0: but then you're getting rid of all the glow stuff all the glow stuff goes away and they she loved that glow thing
1: she does but again evolution of character how long has she been doing the glow stuff now since 2017 i mean if she has an idea she has something new Again, this could be a thing where she comes over and Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman, they you know they 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 mold her, they get her back to being the the best version of herself. She wins the SmackDown Women's Championship away uh, from Bianca Belair. If if Sasha Banks isn't isn't the play here, because again, I'm looking at, I know they want to put on the biggest show they could uh, po- uh, possibly imagine. So maybe mm-hmm. you play Naomi a little bit here, and you have her be the person who attacks Bianca Belair after she successfully defeats Sasha Banks at SummerSlam. So okay, maybe that's the play. Because admittedly, to the casual fans, especially now with the Mandalorian out there, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair is a bigger draw to the casuals than it is for um, Naomi and Bianca Belair. Sa-
0: Sasha Banks showing up on Friday would be a big deal
1: too. It would be absolutely. And I do think they're going to use
0: down. this Rolling Loud pa- platform to do some type of angle. Like I just oh. don't think it's it can't it can't just be matches. It can't just no. be matches. No, they're a- going to do some type of angle to set some other thing up. And this this is another possibility. We've heard the rumors on high that a certain uh, hip hop superstar has been alluded to have some type of role at this year's SummerSlam in Las Vegas. Uh, Her name name is Cardi B. I'm I'm less inclined to think that's going to happen because Cardi B recently announced it. I believe she's having a second baby. Am I correct? Yeah. So I'm less inclined to think that we were hearing those rumors for a while. And uh, Cardi B's uh, music was used as a theme song for the the advertising.
1: I'll say this much. If it's not Naomi, if it's not Sasha Banks, we could see Becky Lynch return. And if she returns in Miami while I'm in Cleveland, I am going to be pissed off. Pissed off. Well, I think you'd be pissed off if
0: any of these angles happened. It happens in Miami, and you're in Ohio. But you're getting John Cena.
1: You're getting John Cena. I know. I know. I know. But especially for me, my my number one, top, you know bucket list interview of all time, big fan, super fan. Just look at the shit behind me. All right. (laughs) You can tell I'm a big Becky Lynch guy. If I am at the show that she shows up and miraculously she shows up in another state, I'm going to be pissed off that uh, I wasn't there to see that uh, in person. Uh, So, but I don't think it's going to happen. I do think Sasha is the play here. I would go with Naomi and I would put her in the bloodline. I think that's, that's absolute money. And I think Naomi would crush that. I would love to see that happen.
0: Hey, Rick, we've been talking about wrestling. We do, we've been doing Rick Uccino's Fantasy Booking Thursdays here for a bit. I'm, I've had sure. a great time. You've pitched some great stuff. I pitched some things that probably aggravated you. <laughs> and uh, I had a good time. What I need to know from people watching or listening is, can you, can you let some other people know about it? Can you, just, can you just pass it on? Just pass it on down the internet line to the old smart, the old, the, the smart next door. Maybe that fan that just told you, "Like, hey, I heard wrestling's back, and it never went away, but they're back yeah. in." right? Uh, this is a big time for wrestling wrestling media. Obviously, we talked about a bunch of different stories. You listened to us talk about wrestling for an hour and a half. God bless you. We're so thankful for the time you spent yeah. with us. Uh, you can follow Rick uh, once again and try and win yourself some of those Ohio Valley Raw tickets. It's going to be a big date That's for them.
1: That's Rick Uchino. Again, I'm going to draw the winners tomorrow at 11 a.m. Uh, so uh, again, yeah, make sure. Ooh, actually, that's going to be kind of hard to do because I'm going to be driving to Cleveland. But you know what? I'll get in a damn rest stop. I'll make sure I get the the, the right stuff going there. Uh, and I will announce the, the winner at 11 o'clock uh, tomorrow morning. So you have until midnight tonight, wherever you are. If you want to come in from California, that's fine. I don't care. Uh, you have until midnight your time to to register, and we will draw those up. All you have to do is go to my page, at Rick Uccino, just like it's spelled on the screen, or R-I-C-K. U C C H I N O. follow the instructions on my pin tweet i am going to begin uh, again be giving those out tomorrow by the way one more shameless plug here uh, i have interviews up right now with uh johnny gargano with natalia with uh nikki ash your new raw women's champion and again carmella is dropping uh tomorrow and i might just have some more stuff out of cleveland you never know just keep an All eye cool right, just keep an eye on that sports kid wrestling youtube channel it's all. I, bl- I think we're
0: gonna get we're gonna get some great uh, pop-ins from you from, uh, from uh, tomorrow night as well. And we'll have Smack Talk on tomorrow night yeah, as well. I will uh, be with...
1: making a uh, man on the scene appearance on Smack Talk. Tomorrow Which is pretty State. sweet. We're we get we get to do an arena report. It's yeah, we really will fun. be in the Cap- Captain Captain swivel chair, uh, and running things while uh, I'm having fun, uh, probably six beers deep. Uh, but I will make I will, I will make my uh, scheduled appearance on SmackDown. Well, you,
0: you've earned it. Stay safe. Have fun out there. Have a good time. Enjoy being back at the matches. I know you're going to have a great feeling with it as well. Uh, I am busy with AAW, the premier independent wrestling organization in the world. We build up to our next big date on Fight TV in August, Savages and Kings the return of Eddie Kingston to a a w you can get your tickets at aawpro.com. That is aawpro.com. And you can order the event on fight TV coming up in August, just a few fight, weeks fight, away. Fight, fight, uh, fight, so that, fight, that is coming fight, up as well. Uh, I'm doing live comedy again, which is absolutely fantastic. I've never felt more alive doing it. Uh, and I have a couple shows. I'll be a detour brewing. I'm going to be headlining detour brewing in Rockford, Illinois this Saturday night uh, and go check out all the stuff I'm doing on my Twitter page. It's all linked up there at the top. At Kev Kellum,
1: did you what Rick did you realize? I was doing a Simpsons, yes, okay, just making sure. Uh, you know, <laughs> fight, I tried to, fight, fight. I, I to get at least one Simpsons, Simpsons reference in a week, so we
0: get one in there. You know, know what, we need, we need a new Simpsons wrestling, Simpsons wrestling game. The Simpsons wrestling game was such a bad video game. I remember being a wrestling fan, a huge Simpsons fan when that came out, I was so disappointed. You know, a what new the, Simpsons wrestling game, you Do
1: know, it. know, what the greatest Simpsons game of all time was. What's that, Hit and Run? Do you ever play Hit and Run? It i was, heard about that the car game yeah it's basically grand theft auto simpsons it yeah. was one of the best video games i've ever played i played, played it like once I just like was, i loved it so i mess, messed
0: around with it and stuff like that too but that could
1: just run people over and they would just like flail and fly all dude, over the do a dude
0: do fair. do a simpsons wwe episode they've been doing like that because they're simpsons are owned by disney now right so they've been okay. doing all these mashups they did like a marvel one they did a star wars one they're just specials on disney yeah. plus And I watched the Star Wars one. I was like, "Oh, this is so fun!" I know Family Guy did it, but if they did something with WWE, that'd be so cool. I'd I'd be, I'd be so into that idea. That'd be fun. I
1: I guarantee you, there'd be a lot of people. But how do you come on? Get the new day on the Simpsons. Let's go. Yes. What are we waiting for? Bret Hart was on there.
0: It popped so hard as a kid. I love that. It was great. All right, we'll be back next Thursday night. Real quick. Go go ahead.
1: Real quick. Uh, I know we talked about Fighter Fest like very, very briefly. Great show last night. But my goodness. I laughed way too damn hard at the exchange between Orange Cassidy and Sting. Uh, When, when Sting was doing the little mini kick exchange and then he did the, the lazy art. God damn it. I laughed way too hard at that. That was so good. (laughs) That was so good. If you missed it, go check it out on YouTube. Okay. Now you can close out the show.
0: All right. We're done. Uh, Did you enjoy the show? Go ahead and give us a like. Go ahead and share the link so you don't stink. You can follow him on the Twitter machine with those raw tickets. You can follow me, see me do the comedy thing. And I want you to do this most important thing. It's very, very critical that you do this, no matter what. Uh, I know uh, we can debate about Rick's ideas and my ideas, which aggravate people uh, because it doesn't fulfill their fantasy booking. Uh, But honestly, you need to do this. Please do this most important thing. Enjoy wrestling. Bye, guys.